Folks, I want to welcome you all to On the Edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens, and we're broadcasting from the top of the Habern Building in Louisville, Kentucky. This is WFMP-LP Louisville, 106.5 FM. You can find out a little bit more about us if you go to forwardradio.org. And we're live streaming now, so if you go to the website, you can click on a button and listen to us anywhere in the world. Folks, you're listening to On the Edge with K.A. Owens, and I'm K.A. Owens, and We've got a great show for you today. Uh, we've got Sue Speed and Mary Margaret Mobilehill with us today. And these ladies have lived very interesting lives in Louisville, and they've definitely got some stories to tell. And Mary Margaret Mobilehill is going to start us off. So welcome, Sue and Mary Margaret. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, my name is Mary Margaret Mobilehill, and I was very blessed to work for the city of Louisville for city government for over 25 years. And um, it was um, a, a fabulous, fabulous job. And I met fabulous, fabulous people who really cared. And I, I want to talk a little bit about the Coalition for the Homeless and St. John's um, because that I, we, we all played such an important role in really putting that all together. And it's I think really made such a difference for our community. It was probably in 1986, and I think it's really important for the audience to know this is before Metro government. This was when we had both the city of Louisville and, um, and Jefferson County government. Uh, at the time in 1986, um, Jerry Abramson had just become mayor of the city and um, Harvey Sloan had moved over as county judge. And um, at that time, I, st I, I was in the city government. I always stayed in city government. Uh, Blanche Cooper, who was the head of, of uh, community development, director of community development, uh, worked on homeless projects as I did in the city. So together, we worked very closely. And at that time, it was really critically important for especially our homeless men, they were let go out of the shelters at 7 a.m. in the morning. So then they basically traveled the streets uh, each and every day. And um, both the mayor and the county judge felt it was really and critically important that there was some type of day center for these um, homeless um, men. So um, what was created was kind of a task force. And what was so beautiful back and possibly still the same today. But the organizations uh, were wonderful, and we brought most of the homeless organizations, United Way, Christ Church Cathedral on 2nd Street, the uh, Cathedral of the Assumption on 5th Street, and <clears throat> the city and county. And we came together to talk about what really the needs and how we can make homeless men and women have better lives. And so the first thing was really the creation or the thoughts of St. John's Day Center. And then they also felt at that time we needed a coalition. So at that time, a coalition for the homeless was formed, which basically a representative for each homeless agency, along with the city and county, Metro United Way, churches, etc. And I think what was so beautiful was the fact there was such a wonderful trust factor. Everyone trusted government, 
trusted the city and county, and we trusted the agencies. And together, I think, um, really assisted in really having a collaborative effort that really worked. And uh, it was a wonderful time. And at that time, with the Coalition for the Homeless, we felt, you know, obviously we needed a director. And so our first director was Susan Speed, who had worked at the at Christchurch Cathedral and had actually worked um, with these populations through her church work. Um, and it's interesting enough that, like, I, I volunteered for 30 years at St. John's, and Sue is still volunteering at St. John's and is <laughs> probably over 30 years. So it shows our dedication and our love for these agencies. And the key has always been the passion that these leaders in these different agencies had for this population. So, Sue, maybe you can talk a little bit about <laughs> your days as the head of the coalition and your days of each morning at 7 a.m. arriving at St. John's. Well, I can I can start by saying uh, I was working for the bishop of um, the Episcopal Church, here, or the Anglican Church here in Louisville, or in Kentucky. And... Um, I had gotten a divorce and really wanted a, a job. And, of course, I knew these girls, but I knew they were, and I'd known them not well enough to know everything they were doing. But um, they uh, were having trouble trying to find somebody who really wanted to be the beginning commander, <laughs> taking everything down and making making it come together, you know, and running a bit of a, open house all the time and frankly um, it just I, I really wanted it badly everybody thought well for heaven's sake she hasn't been you know I've been the, I've, the, the, the women were the ones that basically did the thing got it started now there were good men around there was no question about that but the women were the ones that were doing the, the, the work and um, they asked um, a, a gent asked me to be the beginning of the outrageous stuff that we ended up doing, which was so good. We were good. And um, it was um, so interesting to me. So I said, yes, sure. And the women, I mean, my point basically often is the women were the ones that had not necessarily been working full-time anywhere, but the women that were working full-time worked full-time and a half, and everybody got together and um, just started to make it a real company. And um, it, was, um, it was extraordinary. It really was. It just happened just like that. And I think, I think there was a little irritation around the men's rooms, but we, we, weren't, we didn't mean to be irritating, but we were changing. We were going to change some stuff, and that was going to be sure. And um, I just, it, I, I can't tell you how exciting it was for me to get something like this. I um, needed it and wanted it, and everybody pulled all the, 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 the gates open. And so we were down in um, right, uh, what was uh, the, the place, the, what's, what's the hotel, I mean, the, uh, we, what had happened is the Catholic Church was good, good enough to give us a church that was older and not very well taken care of. So on um, 
Muhammad Ali. Who was the St. John's Catholic Church. I mean. And Muhammad in clay. Yeah. <laughs> but what happened was the St. that, uh, first of all, we were working uh, the the, the um, beautiful little place. That, there was another Catholic church. I mean, Louisville was just crammed with Catholic churches downtown. They were all beautiful. And um, this beautiful Catholic church had a place for people to live in. Uh, and so for about a year, or maybe not even a year, uh, I was in that place. The kids, there were kids that came from the uh, home of the innocents in the afternoons. And uh, my dog and I made, a, made up a nice office and got ourselves going and recognized the very fact very quickly that we, we needed more help. We needed more people. We needed more uh, interesting stuff. We needed to get it together in a more um, uh, expressive way so that everybody would uh, be interested. So we worked with the schools. We worked with the University of Louisville. We got a lot of information. They, they, the, 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 uh, they were working with us trying to get information about what was going on where and how long and, uh, and who and where and when. I didn't know anything about this, the city's goings on. I mean, so poor Mary Margaret was on the phone with me <laughs> more, more often than she wanted to be. And, um, but, but, the, but in the background of this whole thing was, of course, the men in those days were running the show for the shelter houses. And um, they were just sort of standing back doing their number, but, not, but a little bit wary about what we were going to come up with. But, you know, for the first time, I think, in Louisville, a pound of people came in. They didn't want to know what was going on, what they could, could they do, what, how they could do it. And the women that knew how to do things like that, like Mary Margaret, like all kinds of people in this city, that are now they're still working. I mean, they're still working with us. And um, I think that, um, you know, getting going was a big deal and hard. And having a bunch of women taking over was hard for people in, in many ways. But honestly, um, it worked out. And some of our most brilliant are, are beautiful women just doing all kinds of stuff for the, for the, for the people. Well, I think what's so important to remember is, like, when we were having this kind of collaboration to create and form the Coalition for the Homeless, and then out of that to uh, create St. John's Center, which was critically needed at the time. It was, it was so important. And what was so beautiful, we had St. John's Day Center, the Catholic Church said that we could run, run it for a dollar a year. And um, what was so beautiful was the fact that the guys, when they're in St. John's, they have such tremendous respect because the altar, the statues, they're all still there. Well, it's home. And, and they felt, you know, let, that it was very religious and that they needed to not act out. And um, and then along with that, Blanche Cooper, who worked for the county, who was a tremendous grant writer, wrote a fabulous grant for health care. And we have the homeless health care, which we still do and which is continued, which is next door to St. John's, which continues to this day to be so critically important. Mm -hmm. One of the, the family health centers. Health care of, um, of the city for the homeless. So, you know, it was just beautiful. And I think a lot of it was this 
urgency and this pride of so many people to want to work together to make something truly happen that was quite wonderful yeah. for this city. And it was all this collaborative effort that did that. And just hasn't stopped. I mean, no, everybody's been collaborating no, it's, like it's, mad. It's, um, it really has been a, a, a wonderful, wonderful experience. And it was a wonderful experience for all of us. And to this day, this group, this core group of women uh, meet, uh, we used to meet every Friday. And we met, we started out, we met at Hassanar's, <laughs> and we'd go over our week and how depressed we might be or how <laughs> high we might be. And then um, we now meet uh, at uh, Flanagan's. And uh, it's, uh, it's really quite wonderful when you can have a group of people that you trust and you know are so bright and so helpful. And they spill the beans for everything. They and let you know exactly what they're doing, yeah. how much it costs. Nobody is, nobody's holding back anything. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Of course, the, the day center at St. John's is just a wonderful thing. That's what makes, that's what makes it. Uh, it's, their, it's, it's where they, they can come in, they can have, they have to sign in. We have to know their names, and we do know their names. We do know what, how they're feeling. We do know what they're doing. We know what they've, if they've had their shots. If we get, be, be sure that they give their shots before they come in. You know, that's going to keep them from having diseases and so forth and so on. And um, actually, um, it's, it's, that's where they live. And what the wonderful thing is happening with, with the world now is that we're really getting on to trying to get them settled into personal care and into a personal housing so that the, the, the feds are willing to spend X amount of dollars to pay for their, their stuff. It's like going into federal housing of any place, any kind. And, but, they, but we wanted to be sure that we could get them really up to it and know what they're doing and, and, be, and be reliable enough to think that they can really make it, you know, and then go out and get a job. And um, it's been a, a whale of a thing. It's, it's just been a marvelous thing. And the women down at St. John's and men do the best job, and they take good care. They, they are very sure before they send them out, before they take them out. They get them set, set, set well, up. And the other thing that, you know, Sue, that is so wonderful, you know, the fact that we had Sue Speed as the head of the coalition with all of her passion and her her time and her energy, she never questioned. She just worked, worked, worked. And then at St. John's, you had Sister Kathleen Sheehan, who was a Sister of Charity of Nazareth. Wonderful, wonderful. Who was there for probably very close to 25 years, um, who was just fabulous. The guys had so much respect for her. And now we have Maria Price, yeah, who is Maria's absolutely wonderful. a fabulous, fabulous woman. <laughs> That's what it takes. When you have that kind of leadership in each of these different entities, that makes all the difference. And the key is your passion that you care for this population. And we're very blessed that we have that. Yeah, absolutely, Mayor Meyer. Well said. Just some historical notes. Uh, Hassan Hours was a very well-thought-of restaurant <laughs> in Louisville, Kentucky. I believe it was on Oak and, yep. uh, yes, Oak and... Barrett? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Flanagan's is a, uh, uh, oh, now exists. Baxter. Yes. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, 
you mentioned Maria Price. I know her. Uh, very well thought of person in Louisville. She's oh, she's just lovely. She's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Very smart. But she's a typical one of the women that are working, and they are all just smart as they can be. And um, I don't think you're going to find a whole lot of men that wouldn't agree with you. Absolutely. Now, uh, in uh, in your your era, uh, uh, and I don't want to date you, but <laughs> there were many fabulous women on the scene uh, who. Uh, some got their names in the papers and were recognized, and maybe some didn't. Uh, I met Susie. I, I met sure. Ann Braden. Oh yeah. Uh, some others. So, what was that era like? With, uh, and it seemed to me that a lot of uh, uh, the women were sort of pre-feminist in the sense that they were sort of creating power for themselves before the concept of feminism was well developed. That, that's a that's a nice way of putting it. That's true. I think so. Um, I think that's a a, a truth. Don't you? Right. I think what's interesting, when you mentioned Susie Post, and goodness, she was so involved in so much. But I will never forget talking about history. You, I don't know if you remember Miller's Caf Cafeteria on uh, 2nd Street. We used to, missed it. <laughs> a group of us from the coalition would sit down with Susie because she, was, she had become the new Metropolitan Housing Coalition uh, uh, director. And um, she, Susie, could do anything, raise money, <laughs> organize. I mean, she was fabulous, but she really didn't know that much about housing. So we sat down <laughs> and tried to educate her on all the do's and don'ts and what's out there and what's the federal government doing. And But it worked, <laughs> and she did a fabulous job. And, of course, Kathy Hinko is the you know, Metropolitan Housing, yeah. who is absolutely a total genius mm -hmm. and does such an incredible job. Yep, so yep. We, you know, again, we could say it over and over and over again. We are so blessed in this community to have so many women and men who are such leaders and who care. And I think that's, that's the whole uh, formula. You have to care in what you do. And most of these agencies... You have some really fabulous, fabulous people, and that's yeah. that's the key to success. It, it is true. There's a there's a new agency popping up in um, at the uh, <laughs> what's the name of my church <laughs> at the Christchurch Cathedral on Second Street. In the basement, we have lots of uh, rooms, and we are now doing day work with women. And children that are homeless, because that's been a that's been a big um, problem from from the very beginning, and um, we'll see how that goes. But they're coming along, I think, pretty well. And um, you're kind of looking like we're a no, little, little much, right. huh? I think you're doing fantastic. <laughs> just uh, just as a historical note, uh, uh, Ann Braden has passed on, and Susie Post has passed on too, and. And I know uh, there was a very wonderful memorial. Uh, it was, wasn't for, it? For, uh, for Susie Post. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe a couple months ago. Uh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, I think it was at the Muhammad Ali. Center. It was. Yes. And <laughs> it, it, it was a couple months ago, and the weather had been terrible. But all of a sudden, for the Susie Post Memorial, it was like this bright, sunshiny day. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was sort of a, maybe this the 
He's up there sort of controlling the weather, I guess. <laughs> Are there any other um, questions that you think we should cover? Do you have anything that you might... Um... Well, I just think that I just want the story to be told of these wonderful people that were doing work. I mean, like yourselves, uh, uh, sort of put in your own words. That's what I, I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I want to hear it from, I, mm -hmm. I love hearing it from the folks who were there and the folks who, uh, who lived it. So mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful for our audience, too. And, and so, um, and you're talking about also how there's a, a kind of a, a Another generation, uh, another mm -hmm. couple generations with Kathy Hinko and Maria Price who, who are doing the work now. That's right. And so that's wonderful for, for people to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. well, they 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 all all of these places have fabulous people working for them. I think for the most part, uh, the they really do a good job and take wonderful care of the director people. Director of the Coalition for the Homeless. Yeah. Thank right. You. Natalie. Natalie. The Natalie. Natalie Harris. The Natalie. Is fabulous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Yes. I mean, we can. That's the. That's the key. We can go on and on and mention each agency, and we'll say, "Oh my gosh, they are so fabulous." And that's. And that's what makes it. That's why, we we can say that we, we got some good guys stories. too, though. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so, kid yourself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The, the men do a wonderful job. They're remarkable, too. So. Uh, now, uh, coming up to the modern era, mm -hmm. uh, how do you let, how do you ladies see things now in Louisville, uh, uh, Louisville, of course, uh, biggest city in the state? Uh, I'm we're saying that we, it's sort of Louisville, sort of has the obligation to lead on various things. I've always said because if the small towns and rural areas see that we're not trying or not even making the attempt, then why should they? And so, uh, and so Louisville, as far as I can tell, does make the attempt and has a lot of successes in doing certain things that need to be done to sort of provide an example for the state. Mm -hmm. But are, are there some things that you think that we're doing well in Louisville nowadays? Well, I think that, I think our, I, I think that we do have the attention of Louisville and, and certainly um, we could do something more and should do something more, but people need to get get going and get things moving a little bit, you know, there there are a lot of things I think you could do for people who are really coming back and trying to these guys that are trying to get back into the middle of stuff and be able to not be afraid anymore, to not to not to worry about food or the kinds of things that they always get embarrassed about because they you know just don't act like men sometimes, you know, because they don't they just not they you know they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and the women, particularly the women, I'm I'm thinking of the women that work with the men. Um, but the, the there are plenty of men that work with these guys just so well, so well, and really try to give them back their heart and brains. You know, these people do better and better and better, and that's the important thing too. So you're talking about the psychological components of homelessness oh, yeah. that have to be dealt with. As you don't yeah. feel like a Human They're being. real people. <laughs> They're real people. Well, I think the other thing that <laughs> I think it's kind of interesting because I think all of us, when we were in our heyday, we said we're going to end homelessness. Oh yeah, that right. was our go. Well, obviously <laughs> uh, that didn't happen, and I think that's what's kind of sad is to think the richest country in the world, and we still have 
so much poverty, so many poor people, so many people mm -hmm. that don't have homes. I mean, we're blessed in this community because we have soup kitchens. No one should go hungry in the city, of, you know, in our Metro Louisville, which is beautiful. But there are many people that do not have housing. And um, it's, it's, it's very, very sad. And, um, you know, the other big issue that we really have not addressed is the whole question of drugs, sure. of alcohol, and mental illness. Those three things can destroy anyone. And so many of our folks, you know, have those issues. And, you know, it's just a problem that continues and probably continues to grow, which is, it's very, you know, very, very sad. Um, yeah. Well, it's one of the good things about the uh, Affordable Hair Care Act, uh, so sometimes called Obamacare, that made a real serious uh, attempt to make sure that people could get mental health coverage right uh, with, uh, on expanded yeah. Medicaid and, yeah. and uh, in their medication. I remember listening to the hearings that we had in, across the state uh, and people coming to the mic saying that the treatment that they were getting uh, as part of expanded Medicaid for their mental health conditions enabled them to go to work every day. Right. And, and be a full functioning human being. But what's so sad is with the Affordable Health Care Act, it keeps dwindling. It, at the beginning, there were all sorts of services. Now you have many governors who have done, you know, have cut Medicaid, have made it so much more difficult. To access. Yeah. To access. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, yes, and uh, as. Uh, it seems that people are they're trying, some of the state legislatures are attempting to acknowledge the need uh, uh, for more drug treatment uh, because uh, the drug problem is so prevalent now in the small towns and rural areas. Rural areas. So that the small town and, and, and rural area legislators see the problem. Yes, yeah. because it's affecting their friends and relatives mm -hmm. in their small mm -hmm. towns and rural areas. So they can no longer say, well, it's just sort of an urban right. problem. I think some of the issue is so overwhelming, you know, because the numbers keep growing. And, you know, it's very, very frightening. And to have those type of rehab beds available, um, people have to wait usually a long time before they can get real assistance, real help. But it's a, it's a frightening issue, and it touches everyone in this country in some way or another. Folks, uh, we've been listening to uh, uh, great ladies, Mary Margaret Mulvihill <laughs> and Sue Speed, uh, talking about uh, Coalition for the Homeless, its origin, uh, and the homeless work in Louisville, Kentucky. You mentioned some of the great ladies of, of Louisville. And uh, are there any uh, sort of inspiring words you want to leave our audience with? <laughs> well, I would just like to say I think we live in a wonderful co community, yeah. a community that gives, a community that ha are, we're very fortunate to have so many good leaders. Mm -hmm. This um, city cares. So, I mean, I think that is so very, I mean, it, 
as our mayor says, it's a compassionate city. And I think for the most part, that is very, very true. And that's a wonderful place to live. We yeah. live in a community that people are compassionate and care. Well, folks, uh, you've been listening to On the Edge with K.A. Owens. Again, I'm K.A. Owens, and we've been blessed and favored to have uh, Sue Speed and Mary Margaret Mobile Hill with us today. Ladies, I want to thank you for oh, it was, us it was It was charming. Thanks. <laughs> Fun. Thank you very much.